Hello everyone, you're listening to the Baladins Live podcast. I'm your host Jana Komarnitska and I'm thrilled to share a new portion of dance inspiration with you. If you are a new listener, welcome to the show. Don't forget to subscribe and receive automatic updates about our new episodes. And if you are our regular listener, welcome back. Please leave your reviews on whichever app you're listening. They really help me promote the show and spread awareness about Baladins art form. Plus, I really like like hearing back from you. On this note, let's get to our today's episode. You know how many guests we had previously on this podcast sharing how much their experience with BDE pushed their dance career. You can have it too. Join one of the BDE experience intensives and get the training and experience of performing in lead and ensemble roles open for Raksharki and fusion styles. Details and training materials for the casting are available at www.joinbde.com. Direct link in the show notes, joinbde.com. So, here we are. And almost end of December and we are about to approach 2023. And enter soon the period of New Year resolutions. <laughs> or maybe you already started your list, who knows. Or even if you are not really a person uh, of New Year resolutions or any kind of um, this kind of planning at the end or beginning of the year, it's still in the vibe. It's everyone is talking, everyone thinking. It's this energy is just in the air that, wanting or not, we kind of start thinking about what are expectations from the next year, what we wish to change in our life to make it better, to make us better. And I'm pretty sure that for many of you, it also would be related some way to dance goals, new dance goals, new dance habits. But the main problem with this idea of New Year resolutions is that very often, by the end of January of a new year, it transforms into a simple wish list. <laughs> so it's not anymore this list of resolutions that excites us and uh, boosts our energy and motivates us to go and do stuff, but instead it transforms into something that gives us more frustration because we didn't follow up or we already gave up and we kind of don't want even to think or look at it because it reminds us about our failures. And reminds us about the fact that we are all humans, which is good reminder, but in this case, it kind of has a little sad aftertaste. So, that's exactly what I want to talk about, specifically about this new year resolutions or new habits at any point, if you're listening later in the year uh, to this episode, it's at any point when you're trying to establish a new habit, a new dance habit possibly, how to make sure that you actually follow through and what includes in this idea of being motivated to do a, a follow-through new habit, new change in your life that will require actions on your uh, side. So, that's the topic of our today's uh, episode. I will be talking about my experience and my thoughts from the dance perspective. And at the end of the episode, I will also give a book suggestion, which I really like to read specifically on the topic of habit that can 
After hopefully you get motivation and inspiration from listening to me, you can also dive even deeper into the practical side of how strategically to implement and get a bunch of tips and extra tricks to make sure that your New Year resolutions or simply a new desired new habits stick and stay in your life. Have you ever considered adding a fitness element to your ballet dance classes? This can significantly help you to get more students through the door and, most importantly, retain them and earn more money. Check out Sharky the Ballet Dance Workout. The founder of the system, Orid, shares how teaching ballet dance fitness transformed her own career in a way no performance opportunities ever could. In her course, you will receive tips on how to teach and get ready for the class, including ready-made class choreos, as well as useful insights on business aspect of this activity. Join Sharky's three-month instructor academy that features an online course, weekly coaching sessions, and business training. You leave with razor-sharp teaching skills and best practices for your teaching business. Enrollment is now open for the next Sharky Instructor Academy beginning January 2nd. Apply at sharkey.com teach. It's S-H-A-R-Q-U-I dot com slash teach, direct link in the show notes. So, what it is on your mind? Which kind of dream habit related to dance you wish to improve in your life? Is it consistent practice? Is it incorporating proper warm-up maybe? Or reading more dance books? Or maybe starting your morning with a shimmy or belly flutter drill? Or whatever it is. The major difference between list of our goals and a simple wish list is action. So, here are two simple steps, super simple steps of how to move forward towards your dance dreams. First of all, identify which dance habit you desire to have and what kind of dramatic shift it will bring in your dance development. And second, do it. Yeah, that's that simple. Just define and do it. But... I'm pretty sure right now you're laughing with me too, because if it was simple, I probably would not be recording this episode, or I would just tell you, okay, we're done, you got the point, turn off and go on with your life, continue. But instead, we all know how difficult it is in reality to follow through and sometimes just define, exactly define what it is that we are aiming for in terms of our new habits, and second, to actually follow through. And all these words come to our mind. Oh, I'm not motivated. Oh, I, do, I lost my inspiration. I don't have enough discipline, etc., etc., etc. And all these words, they're kind of related, but they are similar and different at the same time. So let's figure out what is what. First of all, when in the situation, let's let's imagine that you were slacking on your practice, you never really did uh, any good consistent practice, and suddenly you decide that, okay, from now on I'm going to practice two, three hours every day, that's my goal, that's what I want to do, and you really feel inspired and uh, getting into it. That's most likely inspiration that drove you. I even use the word, the phrase, you feel inspired. That's inspiration. Another situation, when you actually manage to go through the first week of your super intense new schedule, that's most likely motivation that helped you. 
The important one is when you continue to keep going with your commitment to practice. That's most likely discipline that pushes you. So which one is more important? Or is it inspiration, motivation, discipline? Which one to pay attention? All three. They are all three important components of uh, getting to a new place, establishing new routine, new habit, regardless, is it the example that I gave of consistent dance practice or is it something else, maybe less time-consuming, let's say, or less dramatic, whatever it is, but it's all these three components. So, inspiration, it's what brings that initial idea to change something in your life. It's that very important decision-making moment that pushes you and even starts the, the entire process. And it can come from good places. Let's say you saw some dancer that you got so inspired and you want to be just like her. Or it can come not necessarily from that good place. Maybe you got injured and you realized, oh yeah, I need to do also work up, uh, work out and conditioning of my body. So, okay, it may be not inspiration in the sense that we feel like we don't feel elevated, but it still inspires the idea and that push and realization and that feeling inside, which is not just thought, it's more like that initial, I don't know, heartbeat that makes, yes, I do need to do it and I'm gonna do it. Then second comes motivation that encourages you to actually take some action steps beyond just dreaming or thinking about this new habit and project. Because if you just got inspired, oh, I got inspired to practice and you just kept talking or maybe put it in your journal and never follow through to do the series of exercises or reading a book or whatever it is for you, it stays on the level inspiration slash dreaming. What makes you take first action is motivation that you may see the goal. It's very similar to inspiration, but you see the goal and you see yourself in that place changed uh, developed, evolved, uh, with growth, whatever again, whatever it is for you. But it's motivation, it's seeing the goal and taking action. The third one is discipline, because that what leads you to results and pushes you to keep going no matter what. Because we all know if you're talking about consistency and life-changing habits that are, will be long-lasting long throughout our life, there will be moments that we will not feel inspired, that we will not feel motivated, that we will not be excited about goal to be changed for better, or even by the fear of getting some damage, let's say, you know you will get even more injured if you don't condition your body, for instance, if you have some injury or if you don't do the treatment for all the injuries, you know that, but it's still the realization, it lost its... Um, emotional touch and it doesn't push you through that's where discipline comes in it's what's holding your hand through those tough times that we really don't feel like going and doing whatever we arranged and decided to do so the entire process of changing or establishing new habits it, it does include all these three points you do need to discover your inspiration why? You need to trust your motivation and take some actions, first steps, and you need to develop discipline to make sure you are not quitting as first, second, week, or even one month. And each habit does need to have 
consistency in it. Because if it's just one, two times you did whatever you did, it's not really a habit. It's just a couple actions that you took. But once it becomes consistent, this is something that we can call a habit. Very often we make these like grandiose plans on changing our entire life, or in this case, like changing completely our dance routine, but we fail on not showing up and performing them. Okay, we know in principle, okay, maybe motivation or discipline, we're weak enough, etc. But that's all words, you know, it's like theory. Okay, what's actually on practice? Because sometimes it's even different. We do show up and we kind of do the action, but we don't do it with 100% of our energy, with 100% of our focus. So then we are simply going through the motion, which is, I guess, better than none, but we are not really fully invested in this action and we are not reaping all benefits from this new habit. And this specifically relates a lot to dance training and even more when we are talking about practicing or doing something on your own. So how to be more accountable and stop finding excuses of being too busy, too tired or simply postponing for later, especially when you don't have external uh, motivation or discipline inputted by a teacher or your community or whatever it is like it's something that you do on your own for yourself and in my experience there are a few key elements on how to keep your uh, dance practice consistent or dance habit whatever it is for you it may be not in general like you practice but specifically you are thinking about like i don't know improving shimmies i want to do little routine that will work on that or improving flexibility or whatever it is but i will for the purpose of this episode i'll continue just talking about practice in general consistent practice meaning that applies to any dance related habit whatever you can because even reading more books it's still a dance practice it just may be not physical in terms of getting up and dancing but it it is a practice that you will do related to dance so the key elements that are in my mind very important First of all, the process has to be fun and exciting. This is super important because we so often focus on the end results and we are not really paying much attention and dedication to the process. And then we are trying to push hard and imagine that we can go through through very boring kind of routines that we impose on ourselves and we may show up, but at some point, even if you keep it consistent, showing up and practicing something that is the process itself is very boring, then even if you show up, at some point you will start hating it. You will hate the whole idea, uh, not only of this dance habit, but why you're doing for bigger picture. It may even go on the dance in general, and then it kind of defeats the purpose of trying to establish new dance habits or trying to improve them. So pay attention to what kind of dance habit you are thinking about establishing, and what is the process of making it happen not only the end goal end result why you want this habit but what is the process and try to find a way of how you can make it interesting and exciting it can be either really finding something that you absolutely love maybe for some of you it may be improvisation let's say through improvisation you may work on the technique or it may be 
reading books uh but if you go into some like uh, difficult let's say uh, scientific historical research books uh, maybe you can combine it with a nice cup of coffee or chocolate a cappuccino that you really enjoy every morning like you know it's not necessarily uh only the process of the just this habit this activity but trying to link it to something that gives you joy and uh fun during the process the the sense of pleasure of why you're doing this activity while you're doing this activity it can be if it's more generic what you're thinking about dance practice okay make sure you're switching it's not like one routine what you set up and you want to do it for the entire year no like think okay this month i will be working in this structure the next month i'll be working in this structure for instance just as an example, at the Young Women's Club, whenever I add intensive, I'm trying to make sure that every topic is different. So every one or two months when I'm adding, it's kind of continuous, but it's very difficult. And not only the topic itself, but the format of work. Sometimes it's more theoretical, sometimes it's more like drilling the technique, sometimes it's learning choreography, sometimes it's analyzing some combos. So it switches attention, and that's important, the same structure to apply to your own practice. So maybe learning with different teachers, learning different styles of choreographies or routines, sometimes work going more into working out or conditioning mode, and then switching to, okay, now I'm getting ready for performance. So really like switching the activity, especially if it's some kind of like longer generic activity, like consistent practice. I do want to have, this is a new habit, let's say, I want to have more consistent practice. If it's something small, then I don't know, like practicing shimmy. Think where you can do shimmy's uh, shimmy practice that it uh, feels uh, not boring it may be a duration of your practice that you will want to make shorter so you don't get to the point of being bored or it can be the places or other activities you want to combine so anyway whatever is on your mind analyze and see how you can make sure that it stays fun and exciting for long term and if you feel at some point that it becomes like losing these qualities okay think how you can adjust and improve to bring up to bring back again this fun and exciting uh, emotions to the process not only the end goal but the process of what you're doing as a part of this uh, new dance habit second the goal has to be challenging but achievable and very often when you think about new dance habits or in general habits we are only thinking about the huge grandiose goal of what we want to be in the future and of course that inspires and that gives this initial push but we need to make sure that on a day-to-day -day basis we are thinking about the smaller goals which challenges us because if they are too easy you'll get bored very far very fast and that applies go, basically goes back to my previous point the process do need to be fun and exciting and if you're bored it's gonna lose those qualities so it's not the solution of making something super simple but the goal needs to be uh, achievable so, for instance, if your goal is start learning new choreographies uh, on a consistent basis, let's say every month I want to learn a new choreography, that's your dream new dance habit, and uh, you probably want to vary the levels of choreographies and you want to make them a little bit challenging for you, so they are not easier right away, but within a month you more or less can... Uh, uh, 
work on them. You can master them and feel that, okay, yes, you nailed it. This is example again of a dance habit that maybe some of you uh, want and think about. So every month you do, you may switch different styles of choreographies, challenge sometimes yourself with something uncommon that you would not really do on a regular basis, but again, to make it fresh and exciting and interesting, it can be something, for instance, if you approach choreography, which is maybe too difficult for you, maybe your goal should be also adjusted in terms like you're not aiming to do it perfect by the end of months, which is also what is perfect. And that's a different discussion. I'm not going to get in it. But we very often like, okay, I want to learn choreography and make sure I, I perform it perfectly. Like that's the end goal. But if it's a part of a bigger dance habit that you want to establish and you know you have one month that you need to learn this choreography, maybe you started it already, you're really excited about learning it, but you feel it's too challenging for you. Okay, maybe your goal can be, I want to learn just as a part. Like maybe there is a section that can end logically in the music and okay, my version of choreography will be shortened. Instead of five minutes, I will be working on the first three minutes, which still is a choreography, but okay, you know it has continuation, but for you it's just three minutes that you focus. Or maybe in general your goal can be for this one, okay, I want to memorize sequences and see the and analyze logic of connecting arms and legs so I can borrow those ideas and movements for my future choreography. So in this case, you're still learning choreography. You will have learned choreography by the end of months, but you know it's too challenging for you at your current level. So for now, the benefit that you're reaping from this process is analyzing and trying to see different combination of movements that will improve your future choreography. So there is all this benefit even if you don't reach that maximum, that perfect idea of what we want to do, there is certain level that will be approachable for us. That's why I'm saying like your goals, they do need to be challenging and the process needs to be challenging, but it needs to be achievable. If your, let's say, goal is complete of different style, for instance, uh, reading a book, Okay, maybe start in the beginning, if you know you struggle with consistency, start with like, okay, I just want to read one page per day, but I want to do it consistently during these two weeks. So during these two weeks, just one page. One page is very achievable. Like, come on, we all have like, what, it will take less than five minutes, depends on the book and the size of font, of course, but it's not that long. The challenge part is to go through these first two weeks consistently. But you, you see, you're balancing between something challenging, okay, I do need to keep consistent and find those five minutes and not to forget about those five minutes of reading. But at the same time, it's very doable. It sounds very doable. Like, okay, just one page per day. And then you see you may increase it later to two pages or to five pages. Or maybe you will put like half an hour of reading or like or five minutes of reading. You can balance this challenging but achievable moments and elements in every single habit you may want to, to establish and bring into your life. Next one, the action plan should be clear and easy to follow. So it's one thing to say, okay, I'm going to practice every day. And you do even find time and you get up, but then you're lost. Okay, what exactly to do, how to do, uh, when to do sometimes. So the action plan of your habit, what exactly you're doing, how you're doing, 
and when and where you're doing needs to be established prior and they are the keys for success. So for instance, you can structure the general plan of your practice. Okay, quick warm up of this kind of movement that you think in advance and you may keep them like this for as long as you want and need, they don't really need to change. Then you work in a little bit on your shimmies, then you go to this, let's say, online class, and then you work on choreographies, or whatever it is for you. If it's about shimmies, okay, I will do two-minute shimmy drill while I'm brushing teeth in the morning in the washroom. So you have plan of what you're doing, you know when you're doing, like you can say before work, like half an hour practice before work, or like half an hour practice right after I came back uh, every day uh, from a walk with my dog, or whatever it is uh, for you. So finding the specific time, so it's not relying that it suddenly will appear, but planning, and if it's even if it's not like, you know, consistent, let's say, every Monday at this time I do this. Maybe you don't have opportunity to do this kind of schedule in your life. That's fine, but saying like, okay, three times per week I'm doing practice and try to fit them in your schedule early in the week. Even if you're planning just like, let's say, two, three days in advance of what you're doing, try to put on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and if some of those days don't go through, then you have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to do it. Or if it's something like on a daily basis, maybe you can put it somewhere earlier during the day. So if if life happens and it didn't go through, you still have the rest of the day to try to find the time to fit whatever you wanted in that dance habit. But that especially is important in the beginning when you are establishing your dance habit. You need to have a full clarity on what, when, and how you're doing so that it can evolve into something that happens just on autopilot. You're just so used to do it that you start doing it without even thinking or when and where, etc. It just automatically life and and your body brings and your mind brings you to that place i don't know puts on clothes if you need for training puts on clothes if you need for training and you are good to go next one is your training session or your habit if you're talking in general it needs to be time adjustable so for instance uh maybe you plan let's go a little bit beyond dance maybe you plan meditation and you want to meditate every day for half an hour but then life happens you need to have a plan b okay if i don't have half an hour something really happened can i fit it into one minute and yes you can and why is it also important is because on those days that because life will happen, that's for sure. And sometimes we cannot go go through all our habits or even one habit that we are working on right now. And if you skipped one day, sometimes it's very difficult to come back because we feel guilt. Like, oh, we skipped one day. Okay, maybe not a big deal. I'll, I'll, start, I'll start on Monday, next Monday. Then next Monday, it's already like two, three days you're out of routine. And then you kind of feel you need to start over trying to establish to get this inspiration, motivation, discipline, all that energy into starting over again. Instead, if you can shrink the habit very like adjusting from longer sessions, especially if it's time-consuming habit that you're thinking to adjust, but try to think about shorter versions of like two, three minutes or whatever it is for you, like depends if it's from 20 to two, three minutes, if it's from one hour, maybe to 20 minutes uh, practice so that you still can feel it even on the busiest days and you don't get even that sensation that you uh, failed or you skipped the day. For instance, two examples. One, inside, uh, for students, inside the Young Dance Club, I always try to keep uh, 
uh, every class, every technique drill, what I call, in the range of 20 minutes. Sometimes they're a little bit uh, longer, depends on the topic, but mostly 99% of them are in the range of 20 minutes. And one of the very incredible feedbacks that I receive from people is that when they think about 20 minutes, it feels doable, it feels easy to feed. So the study is 20 minutes, or it's just 20 minutes, I'll just move or follow through video. And in the process, they get inspired and motivated to do one more. So 20 minutes can transform into 40 minutes, or for some, even one hour. Or they may feel inspired, okay, after a little drill, I'm warmed up already, I'm already in the dance clothes or in front of my computer, might as well choose one of the choreographies from the club and also work on it. So you start this time adjustable thing, it even gives you this push to go for longer sessions sometimes. So you start with something, helps overcoming your laziness. You start with just, oh, 20 minutes, not a big deal, I'll just do it. And then you actually stay for much longer. Another example, on my personal level, I'm doing uh, right now uh, currently a 365 dance video, days dance video challenge. If you follow my Instagram, you know, so every day I post a little dance video on my stories, which was recorded uh, on that day, literally. So typically I do it at the end of my practice session, which is like one, two hours just dedicated to dance session. And whatever I have been working on at the end, I just document and share a little part in the stories. But there are days that life happens too and I cannot uh, do my training session not two hours not even one hour uh, or anything like that so for me to feel that I do still keep my this new habit of dance videos daily dance videos then I'll just put a camera and I will just improvise like I give myself this adjustable opportunity like okay I don't really need necessarily even to do choreography if I can't I'll just do a little improvisation like one minute for uh, stories, Instagram stories. Uh, okay, I may redo it if, if the first run was a disaster, if I felt. But very often it's just like one run, one little improvisation. It took me five minutes from the moment of picking up my phone and putting it uh, on a little uh, holder to record the video to the moment that I finished dancing and I already post it online. So it's not like I did during this day the full training session, although that's not really the focus of my specific dance habit, but still I adjusted instead of one or two hours of working on something and then recording a little video, I just did like five minutes practice and I do feel like okay it was short but it happened. So the consistency still remains and it's easier to keep the things uh, rolling consistently rather than trying to start from the beginning especially with this idea oh i need to start again the next key element that i was talking about is the feeling that you are part of community and there are other people who are somehow participating with you in this activity new activity that you're doing and it can be on many many different levels uh, but we are all social creatures, wanting or not, and the community influences us. So this can be other, maybe your dance friends, who you decide, okay, let's do together this new dance habit and we'll keep each other accountable. And here's an example, like again, I will refer to different styles of, of like projects, dance projects that I can see different... Uh, ways of how these ideas manifest, different manifestations of this principle. So, for instance, inside the Yana Dance Club, so we have something that I call uh, current intensives. And 
there will be different levels which you can borrow these ideas for yourself to bring in your practice or if you're a teacher you can actually borrow these ideas for your practice for your work with your students so here it is so we have different progress and in general like my platform it's more like you go i believe in the truly believe in combination of guidance and self-discipline like members they choose what they want to do they need to show up but i give some suggestions and some guidance and help with different uh things but i never babysit how i call i never babysit dancers like no this platform provides you material you do whatever you do but at the same time i didn't want to leave uh, everyone on their own alone because that's the main struggle is like online education today especially with pre-recorded videos that we get inspired so we let's say sign up we get motivated so the first one two weeks or even months we really go in but then we are lacking discipline and we kind of like drop these activities i'm pretty sure that familiar sounds familiar to many of you who did uh different online courses dance related or not dance related so i wanted to avoid that kind of element that's why i at the end of this club i built in these suggestions of oh this week you do this or that but i also put something that is called current intensive so this is we have a bunch of intensives and there is one that I keep adding materials gradually and while I keep adding materials gradually we have activities as a group so people receive assignments from me this is the uh, element of community they know first of all there will be teacher who will be watching them so it's a social element or guiding them let's say and they know there are other dancers who also do the same activities who also struggle with the same struggles or difficulties and they need to learn they need to master whatever it is sometimes techniques sometimes some theory sometimes some dance combination of the whole choreography whatever we are working on because i mentioned i keep changing so it it keeps this excitement and fun element all the time in it even if we are working on the boring topics like okay this is the time we're dedicating dancers know that next one will be probably either continuing but in a very different perspective or something completely different so it's still this element of okay even if it's something boring it's exciting because you never know what will be next topic what will be upcoming what will be next but then there is also this element of assignment so it's a connection between member like student and teacher member and me as the guide and mentor in the club but the most surprising thing that i noticed in terms of discipline is how often i receive uh, uh, comments then someone submits the assignment the very last minute or even sometimes shortly after deadline which i established and their comment is oh my god i was so busy i was so lazy or whatever uninspired or it was so tough but watching other members submitting their videos really inspired me to get up and do my assignment too so seeing the element of other people going through this habit or whatever this assignment of this task can motivate you to also show up for yourself but as a part of community so that's the point if you want to establish some new dance habits think maybe about some friends that you can gather together and do it together feeling each other accountable or sharing your results sharing your progress discussing it because it's not only about you like actively receiving support of them or nice words or you can do like or you know all those encouragements sometimes it's just simply you seeing other people doing it showing up for themselves and delivering 
like this results on a daily basis which can be just simply doing the thing going to the gym or shimming while brushing the teeth or whatever it is or reading this page or chapter of the book again this is not just about just practicing consistently on the basis it can apply to absolutely any habit so this was one example and here i'll give you another example when you don't necessarily have uh, this kind of community this kind of activity so coming back to my personal challenge 365 days of dance videos which I wanted originally to do for myself because I know right now it's quite a lot of tough times and there are often times that I don't really feel inspired or motivated to dance or sometimes physically don't feel energy in my body to dance. So it's both physical and emotional struggles. And I wanted something that will push me through regardless uh, of circumstances and just will um, keep the dance present in my life no matter what craziness is currently happening around. And I started it originally on my birthday, which lasted 33 days that I followed through. And then unfortunately some very sad events, uh, a couple happened. So... I stopped, but then I decided I will start again. And both times, what I am doing uh, right now, I announced that I will be sharing it online. So it's not just for me, you know, to dance and to record. But I decided that I will put it online. And not only as a video, I actually announced that that's what I'm doing. I'm doing this challenge. I'm doing it for myself. I'm not really even like, you know, inviting or pushing people to follow me. Some actually joined and that's great, but that was not really the reason. I was very clear that I'm doing this for myself. Here are my reasons. And I talked about the stop, why I had to drop and that I'm picking it up again and I'm starting from beginning. So the idea is 365 consistent days of dance videos that has to be recorded on the day so i cannot just record in a bunch and post later no it's this day the i'm posting it so the reason why i put it out publicly was that element of community that i was adding into my dance habit or establishing this habit because 365 days let's Let's agree, okay, it has a deadline, let's say end time, but it's still a habit for a year. So I was putting it online to have the social element, which consists of two parts. First of all, it's always fun to share online. So it's like, okay, I'm sharing my progress and daily results with everyone, with you, and I receive feedback. And I know people kind of expect and wait already to see like, okay, dance of the day, where is it, etc, etc, etc. So it's this excitement element of sharing what I'm doing with other people. But it's also, of course, the fear of judgment. What if I fail? What if I don't go through? What if blah, 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 like, and you can continue. And we all have these talks. So it's kind of a motivation like, okay, no, I do need to get up and do it. Even if the whole day went crazy and it's already almost midnight and I'm exhausted, but wait, I didn't post my dance, so I need to put a camera and at least take five minutes to record little improv it. And sometimes I don't even feel like showing up for camera. So how can I still do it? So it's all those nuances all together. And especially in my situation, because I did stop on day 33. And that was, of course, at that moment specifically, like it was not really about caring what other people think for me, the reason why I actually stopped. But 
up to 33 days. It was not, you know, like all bright and shiny. There were some struggles too. And I remember feeling like, oh, but I announced it. Like, you know, like I don't want to feel like a failure in other people's eyes, you know, and I am a teacher, I also teach, and I talk a lot about consistency and the principles of the Yana Dance Club. It's also about helping dancers to keep their practice consistent, etc. Et et How can I fail? And if I stop, it needs to be really something absolutely extreme for me to stop. So all that together was my way of doing it socially, my, my way of bringing social element into my new dance habit, both excitement to share and reward from seeing feedback, seeing uh, reach on the Instagram or your um, comments or likes or whatever. It's It may sound silly, but it kind of works because it is a connection with someone else who you're not maybe dancing with me but you're part of this activity because you're watching and on another side is that fear of okay judgment uh etc 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 so it's still the social element that helps to push through so again here i gave two examples of completely different thing one that you can do literally with finding dance community uh, a forming dance community that will go with you on these habits or maybe each of you will have different uh, goals or dance habits that you want to establish but you can share and keep each other accountable on them and another example that okay you don't have actively people but you can still find solution how to bring the social element or community element into your activity to help you. The idea is not just to bring the social activity, but somehow that will encourage you and help you to push through and keep motivation and discipline on in the long term of these activities. And the last element, the key element that I want to talk through is motivational deadlines, meaning if you accomplish it and uh, especially if you accomplish it by a certain time, there will be some bon pleasant bonus afterwards. And very often we think about grandiose uh, goals, like the end goals, the ultimate goals. Like, okay, when I go through, then I will, I don't know, do the full year of consistent practice, etc. I will get a new costume or something like that. Or once I win the competition, and maybe you're just a beginner belly dancer, but you're already thinking about super prestigious competition in Europe, I will get myself this reward. We all think about these angles, but we forget to celebrate small small wins on the way. Uh, and we forget to celebrate the fact that we are showing up because dance habits or any habits, it's not about end result, it's about process. It's about you becoming person you want to be right now, transforming yourself and consistency here is much more important than the end result or the end goal. It's about who you are, who you want to be and what you're doing right now. So instead of thinking about just the end result, think about the process. Another example I'll give, uh, not really related to the dance directly. It was a year ago about, I was very, very focused on bringing my uh, weight back to my normal. And I sometimes talk about this on Instagram and I was sharing a year ago about this process, but I was really about uh, like uh, very focused on the fitness and uh, uh, meal goals. And I was going through many different meal plans. And one thing, of course I had some numbers uh, in my head, regardless of like what is approach, uh, which number it was, or was it good to focus on a scale? Because it's not never really about scale on that number. It's about how you feel in the body 
uh, that you have or you want to have and you're working towards that. It's more about feeling and both health, like physical feeling and emotional feeling. But one of the things that I implemented and it really helped me to go through and get quite good results, maybe not my end goal because unfortunately it was interrupted with worldwide events and specific events in Ukraine that completely took my mind of any dance or personal goals or dreams uh, or whatever was happening. But uh, while it was still like okay and focused, I could dedicate time to focus on my actual goals. One of the things that I was doing is I was planning and receiving some little awards for myself for, let's say, going through. So I had, a, let's say, three meal plan meal and exercise plan because they always go together and i was putting myself my mind into like okay when I go, once uh, if and hopefully <laughs> if i go through this meal plan without any cheating without skipping whatever practices i need to do or whatever meals i need to prepare myself like if i go and follow through it i will get nice gift for myself and for me at that moment was really working uh, getting some new dance training outfits like it it just really speak to me and that was exciting because i saw results and changes in my body and it was logical oh new outfit because re regardless how we feel like from health point of view or emotional point of view like this process of fitness it of course results in changes in visual effects what we have in our body and for me, it was kind of like encouraging me to keep going and also seeing reward both in terms of new outfit dance, but also in terms of me seeing in this new outfits. And I was really excited and I was doing like three weeks, then I was switching another like month, then it was another two. Like I was also diversifying my exact activities towards my goal, my end goal, but this having a motivational deadline and little bonus after it help me to go through and being excited about it not only thinking about end goal of how i want to look or how much i want to wait or whatever it is but also being excited okay this is about showing up because it was never about me like oh once i get to this number of kilos i'll get this gift no it was simply showing up and doing what i planned to do and the same applies in dance for instance the same principle i applied the yana dance club on both levels. First of all, whoever participates in the current intensives and get these assignments consistently uh, and shows up for work and I see they're active, they're doing what, what is planned to do, at the end, among all active participants, I do a gift raffle and I send a little gift from me. And I know how cool it is sometimes to receive something like, you know, like little bones. You're already dancing. It's already fun. It's already cool. It's already rewarding itself. You follow through. You got some results at the new choreography or improved shimmy or whatever. That's reward itself. But you're also excited about this extra bonus, being in the gift raffle and suddenly being a lucky winner and receiving something from... In this case, for me. So that's additional excitement for people to not only start doing this intensive, but to finish intensive and finish them on a specific deadline, not at some point. But no, I know I need to send it, let's say, by Saturday, and I need to do it every Saturday of this month, because only then I'm part of this gift raffle. So this adds, but that's external. That comes from me to other dancers. And every time, or almost every time, at the beginning of intensive, I always remind dancers, you can do it for yourself. You can not only wait gift for me to uh, have, luckily be a 
a winner, the gift, but you can decide for yourself. If I go consistently work on this choreography, and it doesn't need to be 100% perfect, maybe at least 90% of the program I complete, I give myself this reward. And whatever it is for you, it can be a new outfit, like I said, or it can be going out for a movie with your girlfriends or, or friends in general, or it can be a day in a spa or massage, or it doesn't even need to involve money. Maybe you really wanted for a long time to take one hour and walk alone if you have a crazy busy family life at home. But you never really allowed yourself to take one or two hours just for a simple walk on your own for yourself or one, two hours to read a book. You always felt guilty because, oh, you need to take care of other people. Maybe that even can be your reward because you will then feel satisfied. Oh, I did something to earn it. I followed through. Now this is my reward and I do deserve it and I will get it. This is the example that I was given, for instance, with my fitness practice a year ago, which, again, not even related to dance specifically, but all these principles, they're interchangeable. And if you're doing like a new habit of whatever it is, maybe if it doesn't have end goal, or doesn't have like final assignment, let's say, uh, but maybe you can reward yourself and think, okay, if I follow through first months, I'll give little gift for myself, little reward. And then you go, okay, another three months. At the end of the three months, I'll give another, like, whatever gift, whatever really excites you and, like, yes, I really want to get it, so I know I need to show up and go and do it. So those are key elements of why how I think uh, can help you to keep your practice or your dance habit consistent. And I also promise that at the end of this episode, I will give you a, a book suggestion, which will talk even more in depth on the strategies, concrete strategies and tricks, how to implement all those things that I talked. I gave examples, but it will break even further. And the book that I want to suggest is called Atomic Habits by James Clear. I think end of the year, beginning of the year, it's perfect time for this kind of books. And this book, for instance, I already read twice and I will plan to read it more times in the future because every time you read, you refresh and you remember something new. But I highly suggest this book. I will include also exact name um, in the show notes of this episode. And even if you're listening not, you know, in between years... It, it's cool book at any moment and all these principles can be implemented regardless is it beginning of the year or not is it Monday or Thursday or Friday don't you don't need to wait till Monday or till January 1st to start anything and I hope you know but good to, re- to remind you and on this note I wish you good luck in your dance adventures I wish you Good luck in your dance journey in 2023 and beyond. And I wish you to never lose joy and satisfaction from the process. Not only end results, but from the process of what you are doing. That's it for today. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And before you leave, don't forget to screenshot and share it with your friends. The more people get inspired, the better it is for our dance community. Until next time, keep shimming and see you soon. 
This episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, a meeting place for committed dance enthusiasts of all levels. Most of our members shared that the club helped them to improve consistency in their training, meet new dance friends, and discover various topics through hundreds of different tutorials. This is definitely a belly dance training that becomes a lifestyle. Learn more at yanadanceclub.com, link in the show notes, or simply visit yanadanceclub.com and try for 7 days for free.